Welcome to the Infinitely Radiant Podcast, where my mission is to empower moms through pelvic and whole body wellness. My name is Miranda, and I'm bringing a holistic approach to helping moms reach their full potential and live their life to the fullest. I will be breaking down stigmas that we moms face and empowering you to elevate your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to be the best you yet. I'm excited to have you join me on the quest to being infinitely radiant mamas. Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to the 10th episode of the Infinitely Radiant podcast. I can't believe it's already been 10 episodes. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening to all the guest speakers I've had on, everything they've had to share, our conversations. I hope it's brought something to you in your life that you have felt beneficial and given you some things that you can take away and implement into your life. On this episode, it's a solo one. I'm going to be talking about pelvic organ prolapse, a topic that is very close and near and dear to my heart because I have dealt with it myself after having my daughter who is three and a half years old, but newly postpartum, I developed prolapse and went to providers and wasn't given any solutions or things I could do for it. And so I was new into pelvic health, found my own pelvic floor therapist to see and between the help of them and myself have improved my symptoms and I'm able to do all the things I want to do without it impacting me. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about my story there, but just dive into pelvic organ prolapse, what it is, some common symptoms, some causes of it, and treatment options, just so you guys have a better idea of if you're dealing with pelvic organ prolapse, the options that you have, and that there is hope. That's the biggest takeaway that I want you to have is that just because you have prolapse doesn't mean you're stuck with it the rest of your life, and it's going to impact your life and not allow you to do the things that you want to do. So there are options out there to help you get back to living the life that you want. And that's ultimately my biggest passion is helping women, other moms like myself, overcome prolapse and help them enjoy their life to the fullest and just be infinitely radiant, not only with how they feel about themselves and their bodies, but being able to do the activities that they enjoy the most and be the best version of themselves so that they can also be the best version um, of themselves to help their families and others around them as well. So we need to give into ourselves and help ourselves be in that infinitely radiant state to then help those around us. I know us as moms, we can tend to want to put everybody before ourselves, but it's super important for us to take care of ourselves first. And so to help y'all understand what pelvic organ prolapse is and explore some common treatment options, I'm going to dive into this for y'all today. I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist. I see primarily women, moms especially, that are dealing with prolapse. So that's my specialty. That's what I see the most and enjoy the most. Having been through it myself, I resonate. I get it. And I want to help you live your life to the fullest and not feel like you're set back by prolapse. And so I'm so excited to talk about my favorite topic with you guys. Let's start with the basics of what is pelvic organ prolapse. And so pelvic organ prolapse also pop is a condition where one or more of the pelvic organs, such as your bladder, uterus, or rectum, descend or bulge down into the vaginal canal. So for y'all to get an idea of where these organs sit, from front to back, you've got your bladder, 
then your uterus is right behind that, and then your rectum is behind your uterus. And those are the primary pelvic organs and the ones that in cases of prolapse, those are the most common. And so that can occur where muscles, ligaments that support these organs become weakened, and it can come from factors like pregnancy, where maybe during pregnancy with the ligaments, getting a little bit more relaxed, pressure from above might start to descend if there's any pelvic floor issues before that then it causes pelvic floor weakness, or if there's tension, it can create prolapse childbirth. If maybe in delivery, you are not having the most efficient breathing pattern. Maybe you're holding your breath. Certain aspects during childbirth can lead to prolapse. Chronic constipation. If you've dealt with constipation your whole life, maybe from childhood or maybe into adulthood as well, something that came up with developing constipation. If you're straining, bearing down to go to the bathroom all the time, that's a lot of pressure in your core and down onto your pelvic floor that can lead to pelvic organ prolapse. Chronic coughing, if you have maybe sick for a long time or have respiratory conditions where you do cough a lot, that can be repeated pressure. And depending on if you're coughing sends extra pressure down, depending on how your breathing is, that can also lead to pelvic organ prolapse. Obesity, so carrying extra weight can create more pressure. Genetics, if just within your genes, you have maybe some more hypermobility or laxity um, or are more predisposed to it, that's possible. And then frequent heavy lifting, if you have a job that requires you to lift heavy or you're into lifting heavy weights and exercise and you're not using the best breathing pattern, and that's maybe a lot of extra pressure over time that create more pressure on your pelvic floor. That could be a cause, and especially with poor form as you're doing that. A previous pelvic surgery, like some women who have a hysterectomy, there's more mobility there in the pelvic region, and so there might be more of a chance for one of the pelvic organs to descend a little bit, or some other pelvic surgeries might contribute and then aging, over time, our pelvic floor can weaken a little bit. And so if you don't have the right support, can develop pelvic organ prolapse. Some common symptoms that people experience with pelvic organ prolapse, it can vary depending on the severity. And with that, the severity, the grading is so zero is where there's no prolapse. A stage one is where one of the pelvic organs is one centimeter above the hymen. A stage two is where it's one centimeter above or below the hymen. And a stage three is where it's more than one, one centimeter below the hymen. And a stage four is where it's more than two centimeters um, below the hymen. So that's the staging. But there are some people that have maybe a grade two, but don't have as much symptoms as somebody who maybe has a grade one. So it can be different, but some of the common symptoms and feelings people have are pressure, fullness in the pelvic area, vaginal bulging, some discomfort, urinary incontinence, so where you leak urine, constipation, sexual dysfunction, and kind of like we point out with the symptom severity, difference between different grades. It's actually interesting because in those who are postpartum and have had kids, Studies show up to 90% may develop prolapse, and of those 90%, only 20% might be symptomatic. So there are a lot of people who have prolapse but aren't having symptoms or issues. 
And so it's important to just be educated, mindful of ways to make sure you're doing the right things and preventing it from getting worse. And some treatment options vary. If you've seen a provider, you wanna make sure you are given different options for conservative management first before surgery. You wanna exhaust all your options before jumping into surgery because surgery doesn't always help. And there are some cases more severe, maybe like stage three, four, where surgery might be necessary. But if it's less severe, more oftentimes than not, seeing a pelvic floor specialist can help. And so I'll talk about a couple of other options like Pessaries is a medical device that you can insert up the vaginal canal, which helps support your pelvic organs, helps them not fall down. So that's a great option before surgery. And then of course, you should always see a pelvic floor specialist where we can work with you on checking your pelvic floor and then everything outside of your pelvic floor within your body and how it's moving. So checking pelvic floor strength, mobility, hips, how those are moving, but also Above that, how is your breathing? How is your back moving? How is your shoulder mobility? Even going down the chain, how is your foot moving, which is affecting your knee and up into your hip and your pelvic floor? So looking at the pelvis, yes, but away from it to determine what is causing that pelvic floor issue and leading to your prolapse. So really getting to the root cause with seeing a pelvic floor specialist. I really want to emphasize here that pelvic organ prolapse is a treatable condition and you shouldn't hesitate to seek help. If you aren't sure, reach out to myself. I'm happy to chat with you, see where you're at, what you need and direct you to the best resource, even if that's not with myself, because I know everybody meshes well with different people. And so you might do better with somebody else besides myself, but I would love to chat with you and see if doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with myself, see if that would be the best fit to get you to where you want to be. And so that's my ultimate goal is to help educate everybody first, let you know there are options outside of surgery and there are things you can do that give you hope, right? That's where myself, a lot of other moms I talk to just feel hopeless by it, especially me being a former athlete and pushing my body. I felt a sense of identity loss and whoa, like my body is holding me back. I can't do what we want to, what I want to do. It's very sad and can be depressing. And so my ultimate goal is to, like I said, first educate, but also empower, let you see that there is hope to get to where you want to be. You can play with your kids without feeling like something's going to fall out or have discomfort and you can exercise how you want, have that time for yourself and enjoy it and feel good in your body and feel confident. And even take that confidence to the bedroom with your spouse and just feel completely you and get that infinite radiance that you are living your life to the fullest how you want. And so with my program, I love working one-on-one -on -one with my clients to see where they're at, where they want to get to, and us develop a plan to help you get there. So if you're struggling with any of these issues, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you and see if it could be a good fit. So that concludes our episode on pelvic organ prolapse. There's a lot more we could go into. And if y'all have questions, please put them in the bottom here. And I will be happy to go more in depth into certain topics that y'all are wanting to hear about, but just wanted to touch the surface and give a general overview of pelvic organ prolapse and its common treatment. So I hope you found this information very helpful. 
My information is in the bottom of the show notes here as well. So different ways to contact me. But as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure sharing information with you guys. And I look forward to continue to do that. And excited to see you on the upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for listening to today's Infinitely Radiant episode. If you haven't already, please share this out so we can help other mamas and women live an infinitely radiant life. If you'd like to work with me, Dr. Miranda, please see the show notes for how to schedule a call with me so you can live your active life, leakage, and pressure-free. Remember to take some time for you today, and let's keep on the journey of being infinitely radiant. Thank you.